Praise the Lord, everybody. Here we are again for another wonderful, wonderful opportunity to share the word of God with you. And the odd part about it is this is the month of December. Wow, this is going to make our fifth season, our fifth season of sharing the word of God with you. I'm pretty excited about that. Started this about a week or two before COVID hit. And uh, still at it, still sharing the word of God with people. I need your help. I need your support. So just click on the link, help us support, get a T-shirt, get a sweatshirt, help us spread this word around, help us spread this gospel. And you get to stay warm and look fashionable while doing it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, my name is David. And I'm here again, your host at uh, stay.intohisword.com. And we're so glad that you decided to stop by and listen once again to the word of God, which is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing ascender of the soul and spirit of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Not just any heart, but your heart, my heart. The word of God is discerning when it goes out, no doubt. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So, we're having some editing issues right now, so I'm going to pause for a minute and be right back. All right, I made it back. I don't think you guys even missed it for one second. (laughs) anyway uh we're here once again to share the word of god with you the loyal faithful listeners people that are hungry people that are thirsting for more than what this world has to offer more than what this world has offered more than what the sci or sly colleges has offered more than what the MD, the medical doctor, or the medical dummy has offered. No offense to anybody out there that are medical doctors. But I did work for a doctor once in a doctor's office. I was a customer service representative. And the odd part about it is this. A doctor wrote a prescription for a patient. She called in and said, didn't the doctor read my chart? This information, I told him that I was allergic to the medicine that he prescribed. She was upset. I didn't know what to do. I asked her to hold on just a moment, and I went and found the doctor and consulted with him. The reason why I consulted with him is because the doctor was the medical director. He took me to his office. He put his feet up on the desk, and he pointed to a big, thick, about a three to four inch thick, book red in color called the physician's desk reference and he pointed to it he said did you see that book i said yeah he says well i don't have time to read on the on on all the medications that's listed in that book so i made my best guess my best practice guess he said medicine is a medical practice that's why they call it medical practice i said oh snap He said, I'll take away, I'll rewrite her a prescription for something else. 
Amen. So I went and told her that and she was happy. So the doctors don't know at all, just to let you know. But there's one doctor that does. And I think we know his name. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. He knows it all. He knows the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. There's nothing we can't get past God as long as we gather together and as long as we stay in his word. So by all this introduction, I'm sure by now you've had your chance to grab your Bible if you haven't grabbed it already. Uh, Remember, when you come to stay.intohisword.com to bring your Bible because you're going to need it because you want to verify that I'm reading about the word of God. It, It may not sound like something you've heard before. So you want to check it out for yourself. Amen. And then when you even go to your own church or visit a church, make sure you have the word of God, your Bible with you. Now, there may be different translations, but the message should be the same. Amen. Nothing way off. Hallelujah. Okay, well, let's pray and we'll get into the word. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share the word with your people, your chosen people, people that are called by your name. We appreciate that very much, Lord. Thank you for giving me a voice to speak, hands to use, legs and feet to walk on. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody that's listening said, amen. All right. So I hope you got your Bibles, as I already mentioned. Today, we're going to talk about we're going to make it. Yes, we're going to make it. Just as long as you, Jesus, stay friends. You can make it. But there's some qualifications to making it. There's some things we have to do to make it. Hallelujah. Turn your books, please. Your Bibles. In the Old Testament, we're going to go to Nehemiah chapter 8. We're going to get some instructions on that's going to help us to make it. Amen. Instructions that's going to help us to make it. Because nobody's perfect and we can all use some instructions, hallelujah, to make it. There's a song, an old song, you're going to make it just as long as you, just as long as you and Jesus stay friends, something like that. <clears throat> anyway, Nehemiah chapter eight, we're going to read about four verses, chapter one. And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate. And They spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. 8 and 2. And Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation, both men and women, and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. And he read therein before the street that was before the water gate, from morning until midday before the men and the women and those that could understand. And the ears of all the people were attentive unto the book of the law. Verse four, I'm not going to read all of verse four, but Ezra, the scribe, stood upon the pulpit of wood. Let us pray. Dear Lord and Savior, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word today. In the name of Jesus, open up our hearts, open up our minds, and let me speak as an oracle, not of myself, but of the Holy Ghost, that someone would be stirred, someone would be moved. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. When is the last time that you gathered yourself together as one into a particular spot to hear the word of God? Was it today listening to this message here on my podcast? Or was it just last week when you were in church service? Or have you never gathered together in one place with a group of people to hear the word of God? Or could this be your first time? Nevertheless, if we're trying to make it into heaven, if we're trying to please God, if we're trying to learn more about the word of God, we need to gather ourselves together as one man, as the book of Nehemiah says, into a particular spot. Men and women need to join together to hear the word of God. And even those that are old enough or can have an understanding because we could bring our children Hallelujah. Like you bring your child to church, which is good to take your child to church. But at a certain age, even in Sunday school, they just might not be getting it. You know what I mean? It's not understanding. So we need to bring people, people that have an ear to hear, an ear to understand that are tentative to the word of God, to the laws of God. Hallelujah. And as we read here, we can see that Ezra and the people were gathered at a particular gate. They were, they were gathered at the water gate. Now, I'm not talking about Richard Nixon's water gate, but I'm talking about a place where they gathered water and they bought the water through the water gate. There was 12 gates to the temple. Each one had his name for a particular purpose. And whatever was going on at that gate, that's what that gate was named. So if I needed some water, I so said, I'll be right back. I'm going to go. Uh, you can catch me at the water gate. Hallelujah, because you knew what I was going to go do. Even if I didn't say water, I can just say, uh, I'm going to take the bucket and I'll be down at the water gate. That's a clear clue there. Hallelujah. But, you know, when we get to a particular spot, you got to bring the book with you. That's why I say before most of these messages, I hope you brought your book with you. You got to bring your book, the Bible with you, because that's where we're going to get the instructions from the Lord. Hallelujah. And then you have the people that are gathered, which are listening right now at the sound of my voice. Hallelujah. But the Bible tells us it was the first day of the seventh month. So let's use our own calendar and not the Jewish calendar, because I didn't look it up, to be honest, to tell you what the seventh day of their month or the first day of the seventh month was for them. But if we use our Julian calendar, we can go on the, uh, July, which would be the first uh, day, uh, the first Sunday in July. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says upon the first day of the seventh month. Hallelujah. Or whatever the first day is, because it may not be a Sunday. But nevertheless, they did meet on that first day. But I would like to compel you or I would like to think that it would have been on a Sunday when they usually gathered for church. Now, we do have midweek services in some churches, hallelujah, around the world today. And I don't know if they had midweek services back in the Bible days. But if they did, that could have been uh, the first day. Hallelujah. But it says here the first day of the seventh month. So let's just stick to that. Whatever that first day of the seventh month was in the biblical days, that's when they all gathered together. Hallelujah. Men and women and them that can have an understanding of the word of God. And the Bible says that he read 
therein on the street. He was standing in the street. He was a street preacher. Hallelujah. Standing on the corner, standing in the street, probably standing right to the side of the water gate. So when people would come through the water gate, I can imagine this as if this street preacher was on the street preaching the word of God. And as people come through the water gate, they had to pass by where he was and see the large group of people standing there hearing this guy preach the word of God from morning until midday. Hallelujah. And if I'm understood correctly, hallelujah, morning was a popular time to go gather some water to get your day started in biblical times. And even though water was scarce in certain parts of, of the Bible land, hallelujah, it was a good thing that they were able to get the water, not only to get the water from the natural source, but they could get the water, the Holy Ghost water from the spiritual word of God. Hallelujah. Before the men and women and those that could understand and the ears, the Bible says the ears of all the people were attentive. In other words, they were paying attention to what Ezra was reading. Hallelujah. And he was reading the book of law, uh, the book of the law that Moses had written. And he stood, the Bible says, on a pulpit made of wood, similar to today. So Ezra was standing up a little bit elevated above the people. And as he read the word, the people were attentive. And I can't help but to believe that some of the people that came through that water gate They were just as attentive as those that were already gathered together to hear the word of God. I'm telling you, we are compelled to read the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm not going to read it all, but you can refer if you like to Acts chapter 17, verse uh, 1 through 17. That's Acts chapter 17, verses 1 through 17. Because here we can find that there was a certain group of believers, the Bereans, hallelujah, when the Apostle Paul, hallelujah, passed through their town, he shared the word of God with them. And hallelujah, some of them believed, the Bible says. And as these Bereans believed to believe the word of God, hallelujah, that they had to actually study the word of God. And they they, they were so compelled Hallelujah, which I'm trying to do to you today, each each and every message that I put out here for the world to hear is to try to compel you to get into the word of God. And in Acts chapter 17, verse 10, it says this. And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogues of the Jews. Now, when they went into the synagogue of the Jews, there was all kind of people there. Verse 13, but when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached to Paul at Berea, they came to there also and stirred up the people. And then immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go as uh, as it were to the sea and Silas and Timotheus abode there still. You see, there was a situation going on here where the Bereans believed, but when Paul left where Uh, Hallelujah. When he left the uh, Thessalonica and went to Berea, the Thessalonians went there and they tried to uh, discredit what he was saying, put doubt in their mind. Hallelujah. But today, my friend, there is no doubt in my mind that God is God and he can help you through whatever 
you're going through. I encourage you to pick up the word of the Lord and read in that book yourself. Now, it is my intention not to keep you very, very long. I know we're going on about 16 minutes here, and I'm going to try to cut it short, leave you a couple of reference books, uh, verses to look at. Hallelujah. For if you want eternal life, if you think you have eternal life, it's time to start searching the scriptures. Hallelujah. John 5 and 39. Through 47, I'm just going to read 5 and 39. It says, search the scriptures for in them you think or ye speaking to a multitude or plural ye a group of people search the scriptures for in them think ye. In them, ye think ye have eternal life and they are they which testify of me. Hallelujah. Who are the they? They are the ones that searching the scriptures, looking for eternal life, and they're going to testify of the marvelous and wonderful things God has done in their life and the revelation that God has given them because they're searching the scriptures. They're looking for eternal life. Hallelujah. Then we can go on down the uh, old faithless uh, at a particular time. Israel was called to repentance in uh, uh, Jeremiah chapter three, verse six. Hallelujah. Uh, Through seven through eight. So six, seven and eight. And I'll just read one of the scriptures here. And verse six, it says, the Lord said unto me in the in the days of Josh, Josiah, the king, has thou seen that which backsliding Israel have done? She has gone up upon every high mountain and every green tree and there have played the harlot. Hallelujah. Worshiping those false gods, putting those false gods before the one true God. Oh, faithless Israel, they're called to repentance. How many times have you done things and worshiped not the true God, Jesus Christ, but some false God, something you put up, something you exalted higher than God Almighty himself. How many times have you done that? How many times have you taken out your cell phone, your iPad, your video game, and whatever it is, and say, oh, I love this video game. Oh, I love this cell phone. There's nothing like it in the world. Hallelujah. You may not have said that in your voice, but you may have felt that in your spirit and in your heart. Hallelujah. And maybe even thought something like that in your mind. Well, I tell you, it's time to come to repentance. It's time to get your life right with God. And then we have uh, 2 Timothy 2.14 and 2.15 because it's important for us to read the word of God. It's important. And go all the way down 2 Timothy 2.14, and 16. Hallelujah. Just read all three of those. He says, because if you want to be a worker, approved of God. Hallelujah. Which we need God's approval, not man's approval. We need God's approval. Hallelujah. Uh, Timothy, Paul writing to Timothy says of these things, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. Then he goes on to tell them this study and this is what I'm trying to get people to do. This is what I'm trying to, people don't like to read nowadays. A lot of people love listening. A lot of people love watching and listening, but no one really wants to read. But the only way you're really going to get down and know Jesus is to read and understand and study his word. 2.15 Timothy, it says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
You see, when you're studying the word of God, you're making you showing yourself approved to God, showing God, I'm trying to get to know you the best that I can, God. I'm trying to know you intimately. I'm trying to enter into that reconciliation that you speak about in your word. I'm trying to get back to how it was before the sin in the garden. I'm trying to know you, God. I'm trying to be approved by you, God. Hallelujah. I'm working on it, Jesus. I'm not ashamed, but I want to be able to rightly divide your word. I want to be able to understand it perfectly. Then he goes on to tell us in 2.16, but shine profane and vain babblings, for they will increase, increase unto more ungodliness. Well, I think that says it all. Worthless talk, profane language, get away from it. Because all it's going to do is draw you away from God. All that studying, all that working, all that stuff you were doing in 215 to show yourself approved unto God. It's all going to go away. Hallelujah. If you're hanging around, if you're if you're listening to, if you're taking in the profane and vain babblings, hallelujah, we need to shun that stuff. We need to get it off our chest, get away from it. Hallelujah. Don't let your good be evil spoken of, the Bible says. So get away. Shun. Get away from it. Profane and vain babblings. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for listening again to the word of God, which is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. I pray that this word would enlighten you, will illuminate your heart, illuminate your minds, hallelujah, and stir your spirit and your soul. I encourage you to read the word of God and to understand, pray for understanding, pray for knowledge, pray for wisdom, hallelujah. Copy Solomon's prayer, it wasn't bad, in Kings, hallelujah. He made a special prayer request, Fool, didn't fool God, God knew what he was going to ask for anyway, but because of what he asked for, God blessed him more abundantly. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for you. God be with you. Sorry, I went a little bit over. Until we meet again, God be with you. Amen.